From Murfreesboro, Tennessee, just outside Nashville, this is What's in Your Water, the podcast produced by Consolidated Utility District, the water utility for Rutherford County, Tennessee. With each episode, we'll speak to a different subject that water touches, science, commerce, conservation, education, and the continued growth of Rutherford County. My name is Brett McArdle. I serve as Communications Officer for Consolidated Utility District. Going forward, we'll call it CUD for short. This is our third episode, and we'll be talking today with Alan Stemke, CUD's Director of Engineering. He's a proud graduate of the University of Illinois, and he's worked with CUD for about five years now. Here's the interview. Okay, so we're in the office of Alan Stemke, who is the Director of Engineering here at Consolidated Utility District, and we want to find out more about what a Director of Engineering does for a water utility, because we're rapidly growing and in one of the most, or one of the fastest growing parts of the nation overall. So we wanted to find out more about his job. And speaking of the growth of the county, so Alan, what kind of engineering challenges do you face in a county with this sort of growth spurt? Yes, Brett, uh, really there's two main challenges I think associated with growth. One is uh, the workload that it presents, um, you know, all the reviewing of plans from new subdivisions and such that have to be done, including uh, hydraulic analyses to verify that we have the water available to supply both the domestic and and fire uh, demands that the new subdivisions and commercial developments have. Um, the other part is because everything is changing uh, so quickly and so by so much is you know planning for future you know growth of the system and uh, identifying and, and sizing you know new water mains and other facilities that we'll need to keep up with the growth. You mentioned a phrase a moment ago that I want to uh, key in on because uh, I don't know the best definition, so I'd like to hear what your definition is for a layman. You mentioned a hydraulic analysis, so how would you define that? Well, hydraulic analysis is uh, looking at the pressures and flows uh, throughout the distribution system. Um, with tanks at a certain level, you know, maybe certain pump stations on or off, we look at a, a set you know, condition uh, of the system uh, that's frequently encountered, uh, kind of a maximum day demand scenario and uh, make sure use that hydraulic model which is a computerized model to simulate those conditions and make sure we can supply both enough volume and enough pressure to the new developments. And speaking of things like volume and pressure um, I also wanted to kind of transition to some other areas that I know that are very important for us. Uh, I want to talk more about um, the, the, the flushing that we do as well as fire hydrant testing, uh, backflow device testing, and bacteriological tests. And I know those are all key metrics that we measure month by month. Um, kind of walk me through those and what are the benefits for our ratepayers of doing those activities? Okay, the uh, flushing is an important part of our water quality program. Um, we do that to maintain the chlorine residual in pockets of the distribution system uh, where the water doesn't circulate and consumption is low. Uh, you can get some water that has you know, gotten older because it's gone a little bit stagnant, if you will, in those pockets. And so we do flushing in those areas to get rid of that uh, stagnant water and uh, bring in fresher, fresher water. Uh, the chlorine residual is a state regulation 
um, that we have to meet at least a 0.2 part per million level at all times in the debution system. Um, what that does is ensures that there isn't any organic matter that's you know grown in or gotten started in the water um, that might you know create some health issues if it was ingested. Um, the chlorine attacks those that organic matter. So when you have chlorine present, you know there is not any organic matter. Uh, one of the other items you mentioned was fire hydrant testing. Uh, that's an important part to uh, verify the flow rates on the new hydrants that go in in these new subdivisions. Um, we have a color code system uh, for the top cap of the fire hydrant, uh, which lets the fire department know quickly when they roll up to a site you know, which hydrants are you know, stronger in flow than others. Uh, so we, even though we model ahead of time you know, how much flow is going to be available, we do the fire flow test uh, once the subdivision is built to verify the results and paint the fire hydrant caps accordingly. Let me mention right quick, with regard to the fire hydrants, I want to make sure I have my facts right on this and that, that I have the color code right on this. If memory serves, it is that the red tops are 0 to 500 gallons per minute, orange tops are 501 to 1,000 gallons a minute, then I think it's uh, green tops are uh, 1,001 to 1,500 gallons, and blue tops are 1,500 gallons and higher. Is that is exactly right, Brett. Yes! <laughs> so we got it right. Um, so I want to also speak to, uh, we just recently discussed the capital improvement program in a, a meeting we had for the upcoming year. So can you explain what a capital improvement plan is and, and what is your role in that as the director of engineering? Okay. Well, a capital improvement plan, um, which is often referred to by the acronym CIP, uh, is a series of projects that are selected to provide certain enhancements to the water distribution system or the treat water treatment system, um, both individually as a project and also collectively as a project uh, or as a group of projects. The um, type of projects in the plan, you know, can basically range the full gamut from water mains, pump stations, tanks, water treatment facilities, water intake facilities, anything associated with the infrastructure of a water uh, dish, water uh, system. The, uh, the plan lays out the sequence and the timing of those projects and uh, we also do our best to coordinate with other entities um, whether that's a highway you know road project from a, a state or local uh, highway department um, and looking at other you know growth in the system as far as new developments and stuff that are going on and uh, try to to optimize the, the timing and, and sequence of those projects. Uh, in my role as Director of Engineering, I'm, I'm managing that capital improvement plan uh, by monitoring the progress of the current projects that we have going on, supervising the people that are managing the projects directly, um, assisting with identifying new projects that we might need to be looking at um, in the near term or the long term, and leading the annual reprioritization of that list of projects and uh, updating that and presenting it to our board. Uh, and we work closely with our consulting engineering firm uh, with a lot of that work as well. Now let me uh, take a step back from the uh, rigors of handling the capital improvement plan, you know, day to day, week to week, things of that nature, and look more towards uh, your background as an engineer. I'm curious to know what led you into this work for CUD? So how did you go from 
your degree in college to working for a utility company? Well, when I first graduated from college, I went to work for a consulting engineering firm, um, and I spent about eight years there. I worked on a variety of projects, uh, both in the water field and the, the sewer field, for various clients, mostly municipal, uh, maybe a few industrial in there. But uh, I realized that uh, rather than being just involved on a project-by-project project basis, um, I really felt like uh, I was more interested in working for a utility where I could be involved you know, from start to finish on an entire capital improvement plan as opposed to just a project here or there. And uh, I pursued opportunities and, and began working for uh, different utilities um, at that time. And I've really enjoyed uh, working on the utility side of things and being involved with, uh, with projects from conception through, you know, construction and, and then even seeing how they perform, you know, years afterward the initial construction and uh, really get a sense for, you know, what's uh, good, you know, long term. And since you work in a true STEM field, you know, science, technology, engineering, math, what kind of advice would you give to someone who is a young engineer, maybe they're in college, but they you know, have kind of a, a sense of what they want to do um, with their degree going forward after they graduate, what kind of advice could you give them as they try to grow into a, down the road, a managerial sort of role? Okay, well, um, my advice on that is, is obviously to work hard, which probably goes somewhat without saying, but you know, really trying to learn something uh, from all the projects that you are assigned to, you know, both from a technical standpoint, but also from a managerial standpoint, you know, look at how the project is managed and, and the clients that you're um, doing the project for and how this benefits them and really understand the, the broader picture of things. And then to seek out opportunities uh, with project managers that, that you see are really going out of their way maybe to help develop, you know, their project team and give them more responsibilities and, and really show them the ropes um, so that you can, you know, take on some more responsibilities on future projects and uh, certainly be open to change. Um, you know, in order to get those opportunities, you might need to um, work on some different types of projects than you, you know, really feel like is your favorite. Um, you might need to, you know, work in some other locations in order to get opportunities to interact with um, other people or to get uh, the ability to work on those different types of projects. And also to, you know, really grow your network of contacts throughout the, the industry and a good way to do that is to uh, attend and, and volunteer for different events that uh, uh, industri in the industrial associations um, sp um, have going on such as the American Water Works Association, American Society of Civil Engineers, you know, organizations like that you can get involved with to make contacts you know, outside your employer and, and your, the clients that you're working for. And with regard to your work here, is there a particular aspect of it that you've found most enjoyable uh, that kind of you know, gets you out of bed in the morning and think, okay, this is going to be interesting stuff that I get to do? Well, I think one of the things that, that I really like about my job is just the variety of uh, types of work that I, or types of tasks that I'm involved with. And uh, that can be, you know, finding solutions to, you know, technical issues, you know, using the, the hydraulic model to evaluate things, as we've mentioned before, um, but also being involved with, you know, planning for the long-term uh, water system improvements. 
but then also in, as a director, you know, helping to develop my team and help them grow and help the organization grow for the future. Um, uh, a phrase that, that is a little bit dated now, but that was used uh, throughout the industry that water is life. Um, and I think that's really critical and I enjoy knowing that, you know, my job is to help, you know, bring life to my community uh, by providing, you know, safe, reliable and, and resilient water, drinking water supply. Very good. Okay, well, Alan, that uh, I think wraps up the, the questions we had today. So, folks, that was our Director of Engineering, Alan Stimke, here at the CUD offices. Thank you, Brett. Thank you.